This is The Tallest Kindergartner, brought to you by IHI, Indiana's Health Information Exchange. IHI enables healthcare providers to deliver services that make a real difference in health and healthcare. Hey everybody, it's John Kansky back for a uh, episode of The Tallest Kindergartner. And uh, topic today uh, is something that uh, some of my uh friends, peers, colleagues have asked about, and I, I, I thought um, people might find it interesting, is um, what is it like to be on the uh, HIT uh, Advisory Committee or the Health Information Technology Advisory Committee to the ONC, or people call it HITECH. Um, so I, I have the privilege, and it really is a privilege, um, of serving on uh, that group. And uh, it's kind of um, interesting to know that it exists and what it does and how it works. Um, but uh, I also have kind of just some observations I wanted to share about the experience of, of being on HITECH. So first of all, um, uh, it's the one and only advisory committee uh, to the ONC. It was created by the 21st Century Cures uh, Act, and it replaced, if anybody remembers, the, that there used to be an ONC policy committee and an ONC standards committee. Uh, it uh, uh, replaced uh, those groups, um, and now there's only one. Uh, I was didn't serve on either of those. I have some friends that did that uh, gave me some guidance when I, I was appointed to high, high tech. Um, and I have to imagine it, it serves largely the, the same purpose uh, for the ONC. Uh, if you're curious, um, uh, high tech is something called a FACA. have to say that carefully. It's a F-A-C-A. It means it's subject to the Federal Advisory Committee Act. If you're an attorney, you might uh, be aware of that or want to uh, Google that one. Uh, but what that means is that there's a bunch of very specific rules that have to be uh, followed. Um, and uh, as I'm going to observe a little bit later on, um, sometimes those rules just feel anal retentive, but sometimes they have a kind of important purpose um, to make sure that uh, the kind of uh, our democratic system of government is being followed. More on that in a second. Um, so what is high tech? It's a kind of a group of industry experts uh, that serve loosely two purposes. Uh, one is to give the ONC a general sounding board. Uh, and two is to do deep dives um, on regulations or standards that the ONC is, is focused on or maybe they're creating a regulation or a rule uh, and they want feedback. Um, some of these deep dives, which are done by what's called task forces, um, are amazingly intense. They're intense in terms of the time commitment and they're intense in terms of the discussions of passionate people who have different perspectives uh, on a given issue. But since there's a lot at stake, you want that intensity and you want uh, those uh, different uh, perspectives brought to bear. Uh, uh, the composition of high tech is deliberately diverse. Um, I, I, this is a little bit of an oversimplification, but I tend to think of it as um, kind of uh, two groups. One is uh, consumer or patient uh, advocates, that the people that have different perspectives on um, the need for uh, patients to have access and control of their healthcare data. And then uh, there's a bunch of, uh, air quote, HIT experts. Um, I would put myself in that category. There's EHR experts, there's interoperability experts, there's standard experts. 
Uh, and um, uh, they, I've learned a lot from listening to uh, folks uh, on, the, on the committee from different perspectives. Don't always agree. They don't always agree with me. But that's entirely the point is we're bringing our knowledge and experience to bear um, to give, again, that the ONC that sounding board or when necessary to step up, serve on a task force and uh, do the deep dive on questions that they want answered. Uh, the process of getting on HITAC was kind of interesting. Um, I'm not more qualified than, uh, you know, 500 other people in the country, uh, but uh, there's a little bit of are you interested, are you willing, um, are you lucky in terms of, uh, of uh, the, the timing, um, and there's interviews, and it's, it's, it's kind of um, uh, fun and interesting to see uh, if you get on, and uh, again, I, I was uh, fortunate enough uh, to be allowed to serve. So that, that gets to really the thing that made me want to talk about this the most, which is that um, the observation of, of sort of, you know, there's the, the, the old joke about uh, there's two things you don't want to watch being made, uh, laws and sausage, um, is uh, there's a little bit of feeling like that you're working in the sausage factory um, in terms of uh, interoperability regulations or, you know, things that the ONC is working on because you feel like you're, you really have a front row seat, but that, that front row seat comes with some um, uh, responsibility. So uh, my observations are... Um, that serving on high tech has really kind of given me a strange renewal of the faith in our system of government. Uh, that is to say, uh, I've watched a lot of people working for the federal government trying so hard to listen to all the different constituencies um, and work so hard at ensuring that the public, whatever you know, uh, define the public any way you'd like, um, has the opportunity. Uh, to be heard. Um, and there's, there's anal retentive rules that I referenced earlier that are designed to ensure that that never doesn't happen. Sorry for the double negative. Um, uh, one example that I would give is that there are so many um, calls that if you were um, uh, willing, interested, and bored enough that you could participate in on uh, as a member of the general public. And there is always a public comment period and you do not skip it. Um, and, uh, it's just, it's kind of fun to, uh, uh, watch the government have that, uh, degree of discipline and follow the rules, um, that are, are written down. The other thing is that, um, I feel kind of an intimidating sense of responsibility and a surprising, uh, a, a degree of influence that you're given as a member of HITAC, um, you, if you don't step up on serve on task forces and you don't come prepared to the calls, uh, having read rules that are going to get written and rewritten and, and um, and uh, you, if you don't come prepared with your, uh, point of view, you feel like you're shirking on your responsibility and that someone uh, else could be there, um, in that chair, uh, doing, a, you know, who wouldn't, who, who would be stepping up and fulfilling that responsibility. So the degree of response of pressure that, uh, I think one, one feels, um, and, uh, as, as far as the surprising access, um, uh, there's there's people that are that are influencing these uh, important decisions that are very willing to listen to you and I don't think you have to be on high tech um, to be listened to and I guess that's one of the morals of this story is um, 
being on high tech puts you in the front row, but being in the member of, uh, a member of the public, if you're willing to engage and um, listen to calls and provide comment, uh, you can be in the second row. So lots going on in terms of um, uh, TEFCA and information blocking and um, the evolution of national interoperability that makes this stuff uh, pretty important. So uh, welcoming anybody to get engaged um, and um, offer their uh, uh, thoughts and feedback on where we're going as a nation. So with that, sorry, I uh, hope that was interesting um, and uh, love to hear your comments. Uh, feel free to reach out um, at uh, info at iHi.org. Thanks.